It's Friday, August 21st. From the Appalachian, I'm political editor Moss Brennan. And I'm senior political correspondent Abby Pepin. And this is the Political Peaks Podcast. Today we're talking about mail-in voting, or more specifically, absentee voting. The big controversy surrounding mail-in voting lies in one of the longest-serving United States institutions, the post office. On June 15th, Louis DeJoy, a Republican mega-donor, assumed his position as United States Postmaster General. DeJoy has enforced several changes, such as the removal of mail-sorting machines, reducing postal service leadership, and eliminating overtime for employees. One of mail-in voting's main critics is President Donald Trump. On August 15th, Trump said the following at a press conference. Look at what's happening all over the country where you have universal mail-in. Wait a minute. The ballots are lost. There's fraud. There's theft. It's, it's happening all over the place. Now, we're going to do it with this whole vast big section of the country. It's crazy. But Democrats have been quick to rise to the defense of the post office. New York Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez defended the post office in this clip posted by Reuters. This issue is bigger than any one of us. The Postal Service is is not only how we send a ballot, it is how we get our medicine, it is how we send rent checks, it's where people are getting their tax refunds, it is a core service of any civilized society. MSNBC, former Democratic presidential candidate and independent Senator Bernie Sanders, said Trump was making it harder for people to vote by mail. Well, uh, Chuck, what you are witnessing is a president of the United States who is doing everything he can to suppress the vote, make it harder for people to engage in mail-in balloting at a time when people will be putting their lives on the line by having to go out to a polling station and vote. I talked to Watauga County Director of Elections Matt Snyder about what mail-in voting means in Watauga County and how residents can make sure they get their vote counted. Voting this year is no different than it's ever been. Despite what they hear maybe in the news, um, we still have the same options for voting. You can vote by mail. You can vote uh, one-stop early voting. You can, uh, for those that due to age or physical disability, um, can use curbside voting, uh, either at one-stop or election day. And then we have our election day sites. So how can a voter send in their absentee ballot request form? You can do you can do a, a submit an absentee ballot request form, which you can find on the Watauga County Board of Elections website. Um, you can fill that out and um, send that into us again by mail, fax, email, um, or or hand delivered. Um, we will then mail you a ballot starting September fourth. We mail ballots out. Uh, you would be required to uh, first have a witness with you uh, before you start marking your ballot. And then the person doesn't have to look over your shoulder to see who voted for. They just need to know that you took a blank ballot, that you voted that ballot, and that you put it in the envelope that you're going to return to the Board of Elections. That's all they're witnessing is that you're the one that filled out the ballot and that's what's in the envelope, Um, not who you voted for or anything like that. What are the qualifications for accepting an absentee ballot? So it must be postmarked uh, by 5 p.m. November 3rd. 
Not all post offices do postmarks anymore. Sometimes that may travel to Greensboro and it gets postmarked down there after five o'clock. So if you're going to mail your ballot back in, you wanna make sure you ask the post office to put a postmark on it then. All right, so that knows that that way you can make sure that you've got the required postmark on it. Um, deal with it right then in person when you drop it off. Uh, so then the other requirement becomes uh, we can accept ballots postmarked by 5 p.m. on election day up until three days after the election. So that would be the 6th of November. Um, and our board then processes those. Those are called supplemental absentees, and those are counted, um, obviously, after Election Day at a supplemental absentee meeting. All absentee ballots, all absentee ballots that are eligible to be counted will be counted and added to the totals of the election before the election is finalized. It is not the case that um, they see how close is the race, are there a number of ballots to alter the outcome. No, we, we process every eligible ballot before we finalize or canvas our election, uh, regardless of how close races are or anything else. So um, it will be counted, just like everybody else's. As a matter of fact, at 7.30 on November 3rd, election night, um, we release a set of, or the state releases a set of numbers of which we've uploaded earlier in the day. Those numbers include the results from all the early voting sites and also all the absentee by mail voting. So those are the first numbers reported on election night are the absentee ballots we've received by Monday before the election and all the one-stop sites. So, um, um, so it is a wonderful thing. Every one of those are counted and it is a very nice option for a lot of people today. With all the news saying that there are security concerns coming with mail and voting, what is security like for an absentee ballot and how are they counted? We have to check all the forms to make sure that it has the signatures and everything else. Um, we have a bipartisan board that reviews every absentee ballot that comes in to make sure they're in compliance with that. Um, so there are several steps along the way to ensure the accuracy of those people, those voters that are submitting ballots um, that we can check against to make sure they're qualified and eligible uh, to vote. So yeah, we feel, uh, so the other thing, um, those ballots are kept um, under lock and key, um, you know, with the exception of coming into a boardroom uh, where our board has the ballots out and they're reviewing them. Uh, the other times they're, they're kept, um, in our case, in a, in a fireproof safe um, before, during, and after the election, and a couple years after the election. We keep all those in case there was ever any uh, need to go back and review anything. The records retention is, is uh, 22 months. So um, there are several um, steps put in place to ensure the safety of those ballots. Uh, that's one of the reasons why um, the absentee ballot request form uh, must be um, submitted or can be assisted by an immediate family member, but no one beyond that. Right. I guess that was one, one step of, of security, as is the submission of the return ballots. It has to be by the voter or by a near relative. Um, it's different in different states, but in North Carolina, that's the case. So we feel that, um, that our process, which has been used for years and years, is tried and true. Um, and the staff does a wonderful job at receiving and processing the requests and getting the ballots out. Um, that it is a safe and secure method for folks to vote by.
Matt Snyder also said the state has told them to expect between 10 to 12,000 absentee ballots this year. Already, he said they are seeing an uptick in ballot requests. Here's what else you missed this week. Many voters throughout the state received absentee ballot request forms in the mail with a picture of President Trump. CNN reported that the Trump campaign said that the mailer shows how the campaign is working to ensure voters in every state know how their state system works. Press Secretary Tom Wigington told CNN that the mailer was sent out by the North Carolina Republican Party to make it easier for interested voters to participate. In national news, the Supreme Court announced it will hear arguments on the future of the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, on November 10th, a week after Election Day. The case was brought by multiple Republican attorney generals who believed the legislation's individual mandate provision was made unconstitutional. A decision for this case will affect health coverage for millions. Make sure to join us next week as we talk about how voting will take place in Watauga County if you go to the polls. From the Appalachian, I'm Moss Brennan. And I'm Abby Pepin.